At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is Rocket Shop, Big Heavy World's local Vermont music radio hour, every Wednesday from 8 to 9 p.m. on 105.9 FM The Radiator, W-O-M-M-L-P Burlington. Local musicians come on and chat with us and share some of their music on the radio. I'm your host, host tonight, Genevieve Rossi, and I have the pleasure of welcoming David Carl Roberts. Hello. Hello, Genevieve. Can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your music? Yeah, I've been writing music for, for a long time. I've been uh, performing around the Northeast and the East Coast since the, uh, the early 80s. And uh, I'm originally from Vermont, but uh, I lived in Maine for a long, long time. And uh, I've been back around Vermont for about a year and a half, uh, living in Stowe. Awesome. I like to have us kind of just start off with a song, get things rolling, if you want to just go into one. Sure, um, sure thing, yeah. Um, I've got a song that's going to be a single that's coming out next Friday everywhere. I actually released it on Bandcamp last night so that you can get a free download copy of it. It's called Walking in the Rain. It also features a friend of mine from Portland named Molly Ladd, who uh, you can find on Facebook under Love Molly. This is called Walking in the Rain. Devil 
like Fox News, I smell a rat. The fox is in the hen, how she know that's that? Start spreading that news Don't you know that's a gospel truth God's run off and he left us with the devil's do Devil's do describe your genre of music or the I, kind of music you make? I'm kind of all over the place, but I think, you know, folk noir is kind of, a, some people call it southern gospel uh, or gothic. Uh, um, you know, there's blues elements of it. There's a lot of folk and there's a lot of uh, Americana influences. You know, I've, I'm influenced everything from uh, bands like The Replacements to Wilco to uh, old blues artists, you know, quite quite varied and yeah, eclectic. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say like alt country-esque like Jeff Tweedy-ish in there a little yeah. as well. I like and I, it. You know, I, love the, I love the old jazz blues, that 30s, 40s yes. jazz blues stuff. I, I love that stuff. Absolutely. So you just said this is a newly released single. Are you working on an album or are you just doing I'm, I'm constantly working on stuff. Uh, the last album I put out was a couple of years ago and I've probably got about, uh, you know, another 30 songs since then and I've got bits and pieces recorded but I'm going to start trickling out singles for a while. Awesome. You know, I don't know if the you know i love putting together albums but i don't know how who actually sits down and listens to like a whole album unless you're driving in your car and half the cars don't even have cd players or anything in them anymore so so uh, most people it's you know singles uh eps uh short short length stuff Awesome. And you said you worked with a friend in, on this song. Um, have you usually worked with other people, or are you usually just a solo artist? I've, do you like to do both? I've done a lot a lot of different things over the past 30 years. I've always done solo stuff, but I've had various bands uh, starting back in the early 80s. I did something called Crazy Moonbeam, and then I did something called Love Cactus, which we played around New England, uh, you know, Boston scene, Portland scenes. And then I had a thing called uh, The Killer Greens with a guy named Hawk on Calway, and... Uh, we played, uh, you know, some East Coast shows and, and did some touring and stuff. Uh, and but, you know, solo's always been my bread and butter. 
Yeah, I guess in the time of coronavirus right now, it's actually nice to be a solo artist. You can just kind of be pumping stuff out and not have to worry about getting together with folks. And yeah, really you know, nice. and home recordings become so so much easier than it was 30 years ago, where you had to go into a studio and find you know rent time and stuff. Now everybody, you know, they pop open their laptop and uh, plug in, and you, you can yeah. lay it down. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So how have you been using this quarantine time to kind of trickle out these singles, or have you uh, just been tweaking things or no, recording I've the new been, things? I've been painting my house and painting my barn. Uh, I actually had a pretty severe injury back in January where I smashed one of my fingers with a hammer because I'm doing a big renovation job. And that led to me uh, having ripping out kind of some stuff in my elbow and my shoulder because I couldn't hold on to this big heavy door I was carrying up the stairs. So, so uh, I've been pretty much uh, immobilized for a couple of months. A month ago, I couldn't even lift this arm up and uh, now it's coming back. So Nice. Well... Um, I was wondering, kind of, with your last album, have you been kind of evolving musically? Have you always had this sound? Or no, I've o I've always, always evolved. Yeah. I, ba back in the early days, back in the early '80s, I was like the Portland, Maine's acoustic punk. You know, I was like the kid with the acoustic guitar came out and uh, appealed to hippies and punks, and uh, well, everybody else was doing punk bands. And then when everybody else caught on to the unplugged wave, I went heavy electric, like Marshall half stack, Fender twin stereo thing, did loud and proud and. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a constant evolution of music. Yeah, I think, so you said you've been playing for like 30 years, you've kind of seen a lot in the scene, and I was wondering how you feel about like the present music climate with like, a lot of artists have been coming out with acoustic things because they're at home right now and they can't be in studios making all these crazy things. Like, how do you think that's influenced you? Like, what kind of music are you looking at right now and what do you kind of take from that? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's very influenced me too much as far as the whole, the whole uh, COVID influence of everybody doing acoustic releases. I mean, there's a, obviously, I, I, you know, when it first happened, I kind of sat down and wrote my COVID song. You know, everybody's kind of got one or two of them now. Um, you know, and I did the streaming open open mics and uh, that that type of thing, but I I think everybody just keeps on evolving with their music, whether it be whether you're jam band or acoustic or whatever. I mean, there's a lot more people able to play with their band situations now, especially with with uh, you know a lot of the online technology and stuff where you can be distant and you can still have a have a jam with people through the internet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for you, right now, like if you are kind of just coming back from an injury, just kind of getting back into music, being able to play, are you like writing anything new right now? Or are you? I, I am yeah. writing some new songs, and you know, and and I, I even through the injury, I was still writing because uh, a long time ago I used to do a lot of uh, like National Steel open tuning stuff. So when I smashed my finger and I couldn't really play my my standard tuning guitar. I dug out the national and I uh, open tuned and I was able to do some little one two finger stuff and uh, you know come up with some new stuff. But the last, you know, I've, I've you know in the last three or four months, I probably wrote four or five different songs. Uh, you know, I, I treat songwriting uh, like a job. Every Monday morning, I get up and nine o'clock in the morning, I go down and I start trying to write a song. And if I get one I, that week or that day, great. And if I don't, hey, who cares? Yeah, that's really awesome. So for you, you kind of like make yourself sit down and write do you ever have kind of those songs that just kind of come out of nowhere like, oh sure process look like? yeah, yeah some of some of them come instantaneously but some of them you work on for years and months uh and then and they still never seem quite seem finished yeah well would you like to play me another song let's do that gonna do a song uh this is a song that uh, when i started writing this song i sat down one day and i came up with a verse and and uh and 
wrote some wrote some words and I didn't like it. So I, next day or a couple days later, I took the same melody and I wrote a whole nother song on top of that same melody. And then I said, hey, I'm going to put those two together. And uh, this is what I came up with. It's called Midnight Train. Peace and love and togetherness right now. 
was Midnight Train by David Roberts, and I was wondering, I'm going to like look into the far either future or the past a little bit for like live music. When you play live, like where are your favorite venues to play? What do you like to kind of like, what kind of scene do you like to have while in your audience? These days I really like um, sit down listening venues more, more so than... Uh, because I'm not really doing like the, the party band thing anymore. So back years ago when I was playing in bands, I got to play all the good clubs like Boston. I played the Rat and the Channel and played Bun Ratties and all the big clubs. Uh, and Portland had some really great clubs back in the day. But these days, the, the little venues. So here in, here in Burlington, Radio Bean and uh, Lamp Club, uh, which uh, you know Lee just announced that he's turning it back into a, a shop instead of uh, you know taking away that venue. You know, a couple of my favorite venues here in town um but there's lots of little hidden venues all over the place like um you know moog's place in morrisville and now tommy moog has moog's joint in johnson and i love playing sweet melissa's in montpelier even though it's kind of you know just it's a it's a dive bar and i love i love dive bars but i, I love uh there's a venue in in portland uh called blue which is a real sit down listening club um and there's a place called the dogfish which uh, is my home base in portland and uh, uh down in the Old Port. There's a place called the Thirsty Pig, and I love playing the Thirsty Pig. It's just it's a sausage joint where you walk in, you order a sausage and a beer, and you, they give you a number, and you know someone brings your food out to you. Um, but there's some great you know great venues like that. Absolutely, and kind of could you give me a little influence, like where your musical influences have gone, like where you began with music and how you kind of got to this point in your life, like kind of your musical life story, I, if you will. Yeah, I, yeah. I start when I started out. Uh, you know, I was like 1983 I think when the first time I played a played a club uh, and there was I got a phone call from this this guy Richard Julio there was this new club opening called Geno's in Portland which became it's still alive today it's still going uh, um, and I started off doing this acoustic guitar uh, thing and then acoustic guitar bongo duo and then my bongo player was actually a, a, a drummer you know we broadened out to stand up uh, jazz kit and stuff like that um, and we did this psychedelic folk thing, and then we, and then he stuck with me, and we got some new members, and we broadened out and did this, you know, heavier uh, American. What became Americana back in the days that used to be called like No Depression, uh, which was named, you know, basically the term came after, uh, you know, Uncle Tupelo album, uh, and so. Bands that came out of the uh, the Midwest and the the Northeast that had country and blues leanings but were rock and and were punk and you know there's a lot of influences there that have always kind of uh twisted my mind absolutely I'd say, like, did you begin with just an acoustic guitar? Have you ever played other instruments as well? Yeah, I play a lot of different instruments, actually. Uh, I, I play, you know, mostly I play acoustic guitar these days, but I, I play electric guitar, and I play uh, national steel and a little lap steel. I play mandolin, uh, mountain, dulc mountain dulcimer, a little piano, a little percussion, you know. It, give me something, I'll make a noise on it. But I, I grew up playing trumpet, and uh, so I've been playing music since I was a little kid. And kind of when you listen to music, what is something you most enjoy about music? Like, is there something that really draws you to music itself? Or is like you always feel the beat, you have to listen to the words, like what kind of 
brings it, you towards I th- it. I think every every song has its own merits because sometimes uh, you, you know sometimes it's uh, the quality of a vocal you know it just it draws you right in, and other times it is something like a beat uh, that that grabs you or just a, just a single riff. Um, you know that you that really kind of you know comes on and hits you. Um, there's no right or wrong to it. I just you know, and a lot of different styles. I'm not like a one style of music person. I listen to everything. I had a great great opportunity in the late '90s working at a club called the Tree Cafe in Portland, and we we'd have sometimes two three bands a night come through. It was like one of the biggest clubs, and it was back in the day. You know, like Fish was nobody, and we'd have Fish come over there. We had Soundgarden play to like ten people you know it's like you know these 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 awesome this awesome hole in the wall club that uh, uh it's iconic uh, influence on me you know as far as different styles of music and i know you said you're mainly around the east coast like northeast have you ever played anywhere else like did you ever do touring anywhere else in I, the country or? no it's mostly up and down the east coast uh and uh you know i played i I played for a few years down in Florida, down in the the, the Mid Atlantic, uh, down in Virginia, the Carolinas, places like that, and then up here in the Northeast. Uh, I've, I basically, in the early days, back before internet in the olden times, you actually had to go to a town and find the music magazine or find the clubs, and that's what I did. I lived in my van and I uh, drove to a town and I find where to play or where I'd fit in, and I'd uh, I'd talk to them and I'd go back and I'd talk to them again until they gave me a gig. That's Amazing, yeah. It's a lot cooler than what it is like now. <laughs> well, it's it's easy. It's easier now, I think. Yeah, uh, but it's uh, and it's so it's uh, it's so easy to find the places. Although you know, in these days with the, the days of COVID, I mean, there's so many places shutting down. It's gonna it's gonna be a whole new scene, and that's the thing that as a musician, you have to evolve over time because the clubs don't stick around. There's some of them that stick around, you know, ten years, twenty years, but a lot of them last a few years, and so. And the management changes, so you might be booking someplace, and you go in, and there's a new manager, and they're like, "Well, can you give me a demo tape?" And I'm like, "I've been playing here for two years." You know, it's like, so it's always changing. Yeah. Do you have a favorite memory from like a show you ever played, like somewhere, like I don't know, your most favorite show you've ever played? Um, I don't know if it was my favorite show, but one of my favorite incidents is when uh, I was playing the Stone Church down in Newmarket, New Hampshire, and uh, um, my drummer and my uh, and the other guy I played with they they started doing shots of tequila, <laughs> and uh, the owner looked at me after a while and he's like, "Dave, can you get those guys out of here?" And I was like, "Because yeah, we were opening for I think uh, Trout Fishing in America or someplace, so it was a." Pretty pretty sedate crowd and they were just getting a little rambunctious and uh so i said yeah and i i I took brian my drummer we went to the front door and he proceeded to fall right down the front steps and headbutt a cop car and the cop just looked at him and said you've been drinking (laughs) (laughs) and it it was a pretty a a pretty interesting experience Yeah. Um, do you have a, how many songs do you have? I didn't. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I lost. I lost track. Do you, you want to play bo- me another one? <laughs> box, boxes of them. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right. Here's another fairly new one. This is called "Talk About Love."
time I think of you I wonder what you're gonna do And will you wanna talk about love Talk about love Talk about love Talk about love Ever since I saw your face Hasn't been a hint of trace of doubt In my mind Let's talk about love Let's talk about love Talk about love Make me wanna cry your name out to the moon You make me wanna stay up all night Then let's sleep till noon Talk about love, we'll talk about love Talk about love, talk about love Talk about love If I just had one wish It would be togetherness Will you, me, and marvelous You'll see Just talk about love Talk about love, talk about love. You call me on the telephone and tell me that you're all alone. And I say, Me too. Let's talk about love, talk about love, talk about love. Tell me that you're all alone Yes, I say me too Talk about love We talk about love We talk about love about love by david roberts and david when you write songs do you usually write about the same kind of things or what do you like to write about um i write about different things but uh i try to disguise personal things by writing something different to make make it uh be non-personal um but i do get a little political at times uh i do write about love uh all different aspects of it um I also used to write a lot about the highway because I was always on the highway. Um, but uh, you know, I don't. Whatever happens to pop in my head, sometimes books influence me. Uh, I might be reading a book, and a, there's one line in a book that resonates with me, and I'll write a whole song based or based upon a one line. That's a very. I like that. That's an interesting. I love to read, and I have a lot of trouble writing half the time. So that's a good way of thinking about it. Um, 
I was wondering if you have, you've been in the industry for a while, do you have any advice for like up and coming artists, like how they can kind of make their way into, get their foot into the door of the like playing in like the music industry, kind of what to do, what you've done, what's worked for you? I, I think in the music industry, you've got to be prepared to do a lot of different things. Um, you know, I, I've been a performer a long time, but alongside that, in order to make a living in, in the music industry, I worked at a guitar shop called Buck Dancer's Choice in Portland for about 15 years. I worked in nightclubs. Um, you know, I did recordings for bands, uh, a lot of different things. You just got to be prepared to whatever pops up, do it. I mean, there's people here in Burlington, people like Dan Kruglak, who does a lot of sound around, who plays bass. Um, people like Alex Budney, who plays in a different bunch of different bands, and he DJs and stuff like that. You've got to be pre prepared to do everything. I'm very excited. You just strapped on a harmonica. Nobody can see this, but we're on the radio. It, I'm so excited. It's like the whole little Bob Dylan harmonica thing. Um, have you always played the harmonica as well? I haven't I, always played the harmonica, no. but uh, it kind of goes hand in hand with doing the solo guitar thing. Uh, it's just because uh, I'm a pretty shitty lead guitar player. Well, you know, I've, I've gotten better over time, but uh, I'm always playing the rhythm, so I need something to play lead. So uh, it, it's hard for me to jump back and forth like some people do. Uh, so the harmonica has always become my lead instrument. I, I've always wanted to play the harmonica, and I have harmonicas. I just sound horrible when I play them, but I'm very excited that you're about to play the harmonica. Could you actually play me a song now? Do you want to just go into I, a song? I will, I will play a song. I'm going to play a song. Uh, it's called Too Hot to Even Move. Uh, I wrote this uh, about this time last year because this old farmhouse I have in Stowe has no AC. And it was one of these weeks like this where you know it was like 95 degrees and I was just laying there in my own sweat and uh, and uh, came up with this one Get my groove But happen, don't you know Starts with the tapping of those toes Soon there will be happy feet now everywhere Let down your hair Get your body on the floor, let your body now move everywhere Soon you will know that you're moving and you're grooving now really nice and slow
Well, you can't make hay if the sun don't shine. You just got to make your mind up. Yeah, let your body move. Well, soon you'll find you're right back there. Yes, you're right back in that groove. That was Too Hot to Even Move by David Roberts, and I loved that harmonica. The harmonica that Thank was you. lovely. I love the harmonica. Um, so you have a beautiful acoustic guitar. I've been like staring down your hummingbird guitar for a little while now. Do you have like a specific guitar that you always use when you perform? Or do this you is this is usually ones? my main guitar these days. But uh, having worked in a guitar shop, I amassed quite a uh, number of guitars over the years and different bands. I you know different guitars love kind of levitated toward those different bands. But these days, the Hummingbird is my my main guitar, uh, my National Steel, which is I've got, a, I've got a, what they call a wood body National Steel. It's a jazz blues model. That's one of my guitars. And I've also got the uh, Hummingbird Sister, the Dove. And those are probably my three this, three this favorites. This guitar has been like my dream guitar forever. Like I think when I started playing guitar, I was like, Dad, you have to get me this guitar. And he's like, you're not getting that guitar as you start. But it's beautiful. I love it. Um, when you write, do you usually sit down and like write on your guitar first, or do you play like piano or something? I like usually that? write on guitar, and a, and actually I've got a uh, I've got a nylon string at home that probably I write more songs on than anything because it it, it kind of stays in the bed with me, you know. So it's like I wake up in the middle of the night and I can play play it, and it's relatively soft, um, so I don't have to disturb anybody. But uh, um, and also it's a different feel. So uh, uh, out of the nylon string guitar, I get a lot more stuff that's a lot more uh, Latin kind of influence stuff sometimes. But then some days I'll strap on a Telecaster or something, and it's a whole another it's a whole another ball game. Yeah. Well, you've been writing for a, you said like thirty years. Yeah, Do you have more. like a favorite song that you've ever written? Or you? I've you know I've got I've got a song that. Uh, that is probably my standard song. Uh, it's called The Lost Highway. It's followed me around through a variety of different bands and stuff. And so that's probably um, the one that uh, I think is, uh, you know, I'm probably best known for. Absolutely. Would you want to play that for me? I will play that for you because it has harmonica in it. Lovely. <laughs> so I wrote this. Uh, when did I write this? I wrote this, God, a long time ago, probably in the late 80s. I think I was playing in a band called Love Cactus at the time, and I, uh, I, uh, I went out to Oneonta, New York. I had a friend that uh, lived there that I used to uh, I used to work for in Portland, and uh, on the way, uh, I think I made some stops, and I uh, pulled over by the side of the road, and uh, this one more or less came out pretty whole. Some of them do; they come out all at once, and other ones, you know, you, you work on. But uh, this is called the Lost Highway. Lost 
I'm lost highway Seems like I've been here before I just go and pick my life's misdirection Yeah Out there I can't find my way home Lost highway and it seemed like some other day on Lost Highway, Lost Highway. Yeah, I just need a soft shoulder. Cry on sometime Sometimes tired eyes Don't feel like smiling Ask myself Could this be the end? Be the end The end, my friend Lost our way Seem like some other day on this lost highway, on a lost highway. Street lights, tail lights, and all those city limits. Another strange place here on this other strange night. All these strange places just seem to be one night. Out there, I can't find my way home. Lost my way. Seemed like some other day. On Lost Highway, Lost Highway. Time to pack my bags, I'll hit that road. By the noonday sun Black top head is burning And it's a heavy load I just can't Find my way home Lost my way And it seemed like some other day On this lost highway
picked. That was Lost Highway by David Roberts. And David, do you have any like musical like, goals for yourself? Do you ever kind of have anything you're always trying to get towards? Like, do you have like one big thing you want to do with music, or is it always just kind of you want to do it well, to be happy? You know, it, I had goals for for a long time, and uh, you know, I'm 58 years old now. I've been doing this a long time, and so my my time is limited. I'm at the point now where my hands don't always work. You know, uh, you know things like that, and you know, I bend a finger and it doesn't want to snap back. And so I'm never gonna I'm not gonna have to I'm not gonna be able to play forever, uh, and I realize that. But um, I think right now. Um, I still love to perform, but I don't perform near as much as I used to. I used to perform like 200, 250 shows a, a year, uh, constantly on the road. And these these days, if I perform three, four times, five times a month, you know, it's a big month for me. Um, but I'd love to uh, have other artists do my songs. I'd love to find. I love helping up and coming and young artists and. and uh, one thing that I do these days that I, I didn't used to do is I hit a lot of open mics because I can go out there and I can play three songs. I can see some really good talent. And no matter where you go, there's some really good talent. Uh, and whether you're just starting off uh, or you've been playing forever, it's all worthy. It's all and you've meet people who are just really awesome. Um, people here in the Burlington area, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, like Ian Steinberg and, uh, you know, and uh, Jesse, uh, Jesse and I are from the same hometown, Gray, Maine. Uh, I love it when I meet young people who, uh, who are just really passionate about what they do. And uh, that's what really kind of turns me on these days. And if I could find uh, some artists that uh, need songwriter, um, help uh, they need songs i've got songs and uh that's what i'd love to do is be able to help people do you have like an estimate how many songs you've written how many you've performed i don't know it's hundreds and uh there's literally in my basement uh you know this box full of songs and uh and some of them you know the songs uh you know i might this times when I used to try to write a song a day and it might be a piece of a song or it might be a whole song or I might uh, there might be things that I go back to and work on later but it's hundreds of songs and maybe it's a pieces of songs that uh, you know every every week I come up with licks or some chord changes and they get thrown away or they get written in a notebook and they end up stashed in the big pile that's sitting in my living room right now you know and uh, I might look back on them but uh, it's a process. It always is a process of writing. Absolutely. I think, yeah, music, being a musician, it's kind of constant evolution. And it's just like a lot of convoluted scribblings and notebooks until you find something nice. But yeah, doing it for 30 years, I can't imagine how much you must have. But um, I think we're getting towards the end of our show. Um, do you have any like shout outs for yourself, like where we can find your music? What platforms? You're sure, on? I mean all the local, all the all the places that you want to look, like Spotify and Apple Music and whatever. You can look up David Carl Roberts. That's Carl with a K. David Carl Roberts. Um, I know there's a couple albums floating around out there on Spotify. Uh, one of them's called Lost Highway. One of them is called Cadillac. Um, but the uh, the release, the single release that we're releasing uh, officially next. Friday, but uh, you can find it on Bandcamp um, right now. Uh, go download it for free, uh, or 
do do a donation if you want to somewhere. Who knows? Yes, uh, but uh, to local artists, everybody. Yeah, Molly Ladd and I, you know, releasing one uh, is next Friday. It's it's the Walking a Rain song that I started off the, the the show with. Beautiful. Do you have one more you'd like to end on? Oh, I do. Um, I've been working on a brand new one, so this one's still in in process. It's kind of a song for the uh, the times right now. It's called After All.
perfect. That was After All by David Roberts. David, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank on. you, Genevieve. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everybody time. here at Big Heavy World. <laughs> yes, I've had a lovely time. And this has been Rocket Shop on 105.9 FM, The Radiator, WOMMLP Burlington. I have been your host, Genevieve Rossi. And tune in next week to listen to our guests, Exo Arrow. Thanks, y'all. <laughs>